Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode number 49 of Preston Jensen's Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Preston. Tonight, we are going to have a fairly quick episode, but one that I hope is beneficial to you, especially if you are into editing photos of any sort. Uh, Photoshop just released uh, Photoshop Beta, and in order to get this, you have to update your Photoshop to the current version uh, I don't actually know what that is. I think, uh, let's see here. It looks like version 24.5 at the time of this recording. But then you also want to go into your Creative Cloud and download Photoshop Beta. And what this unlocks for you is generative AI through Photoshop. Now, up to this point, uh, people have been going to different websites. You know, uh, you've seen all the people making things on using AI web websites, and it seems like it's getting very good. And now that Photoshop ha had it in their toolkit, I wanted to give it a try. And tonight, basically, I did two things. I wanted to try to restore an old photo. I wanted to extend it a little bit because it was a cropped-in photo. Uh, basically, uh, it, it wasn't shot for Instagram, of course, at the time, uh, but it would have been a perfect photo for Instagram because it was perfectly square. And I wanted to make it into a landscape photo. And so what you do with generative AI, you select the portions you want to extend, and then Photoshop is going to give you three options of how it thinks you should extend your photo. And from my experience, it seems like the first option has always been the best. I don't know if that's the case for everyone who's tried this. Um, from a lot of the videos and the reviews I've watched online, uh, it seems to be the case that number one is usually the best option. However, every once in a while it misses and the second or the third option is the best. But another option that it gives you is you're able to select an item or a location on your photo and then you're able to type in whatever you want. So tonight I made a really goofy looking photo of myself. I was able to select my face and say, hey, I want a braided beard and it was able to do that. I, I said I wanted to put on a fur coat. It was able to do that much to my surprise, and I wanted to add a hat, and it was able to do that. And to me, uh, if you just glance at this photo, you're going to be tricked. Uh, there's absolutely no way to tell that this isn't the real photo, which is very spooky to me. Uh, I know a lot of you have probably seen uh, the photo of the Pope in the big winter jacket that's created by AI, and that's a photo that is, it looks very realistic. And to me, the photo that I made of myself is very realistic. Um, 
However, it's so goofy that nobody would believe it. But the amazing thing that Photoshop is incorporating into this is it almost manipulates the light for the items that it puts into the photos. So not only is it able to extend photos, but it's also factoring in that, hey, there might be a reflection here or there might be sunlight from this direction and it incorporates everything to make it look much more realistic. And I do have to say it does miss every once in a while or several misses in my particular uh, use case. Um, I tried to extend hands and I know hands are a tough thing to extend because the photo that I was trying to um, make larger had hands that went out of the frame. And when I tried to extend the hands, it actually looked kind of spooky. It made it look like just rectangles that went out of the arms of the subject and it didn't work too well. However, then I extended a side of a photo that looked like a deck that went into a house and I only selected a tiny section of the house and it was able to extend it, which was surprising to me because it also added uh, not only the house, it added shading. It knew that it was a black and white photo, so it continued the black and white throughout. Um, it extended the deck and it added a vine on the house, which was uh, pretty impressive and made it look very realistic. Uh, is this something I'm going to use in my workflow uh, for my drone business or anything like that? Probably not, because if you have a trained eye for photo and you sit down and you take a look at some of these AI-generated photos, you are going to be able to tell certain things are off. Uh, one thing I noticed that you these are all items that could be fixed in Photoshop with very little skills, um, to make them look even more realistic. But every once in a while when you add something, it looks like it's a little more blurred or a little softer. Or uh, in some cases, it seems like there's, if a photo is taken and there's noise in that image and you extend it out, uh, the image is spot on. However, the noise doesn't match. Now you can add grain, you can add noise and make it match after the fact. But just using the AI generator, um, or the generative AI on Photoshop, you will be able to tell little details. Now, having said that, this is just in beta at the moment. So when this actually gets released with the full version, I don't know if you'll be able to tell all these small details uh, when people are using uh, this new tool. And this new tool will save a lot of people a lot of time. I do feel like it's a much better version of the heel tool if you use that in Lightroom. I know a lot of times if you're trying to edit things out using the heel tool, it looks out of place. Well, with this, things seem to match a whole lot better and it takes a much more trained eye to be able to distinguish between, hey, this is an actual photo or this is created by AI. So. I'm very excited to see what this is going to turn into when the full version of this Photoshop tool is released into Photoshop. And I'm excited to see how they build on this because uh, I feel like it's amazing how it already incorporates 
the AI for portraits and landscapes. Uh, it seems like it gets fooled a little bit when you're doing architecture. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really know um, like cityscapes and stuff. And it seems like there are a lot of misses there. Every once in a while, you'll be typing something. You'll select an item and let's say you want to, uh, like for example, on the photo I was trying to extend, it had a deck, it had the house, and I thought, hey, maybe if I added a pumpkin here, uh, it would look a little more like a Halloween scene or a fall scene. And I thought, oh, I just want to see what it could produce. So I said, add a pumpkin. And the pumpkin was a cartoon. So I know you have to get better when inputting things into AI. And I know you want to be a lot more specific. So next I typed in a realistic black and white pumpkin. And it seemed to get that. So uh, you're going to have to learn uh, basically AI language, what it wants as an input. And it also has a little thing that you can rate. So let's say I put in the pumpkin. It gave me the cartoon version pumpkin. That's not what I was looking for. So you can thumbs down that. That's not exactly, it wasn't a good result. It was a poor result. Uh, and then when I was a little more specific, I could thumbs up that and say, hey, this is a great result. And it seems to use all of these inputs to create a better AI knowing what people want in their photos. So... With that, very quick episode. I'm going to take advantage of the nice weather. Uh, my family and I are going to go for a walk. I've been uh, gone quite a bit for drone business. It is really picking up right now. Um, uh, last week, I had five drone jobs out of town. This week, I just got back from a drone job about a half hour out of town, and I got a lot more booked up. So, uh it seems like I get less and less time in the summer to do podcasting, but I still enjoy doing it. I still enjoy uh, talking about these cool new features, cool new technology. And uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Preston Jensen's podcast. I hope, hope you all have a safe and enjoyable week.